Hi, this is Lisa Davis, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe, also rate and review. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show. I grew up with a mother with an invisible illness, and I have a daughter with some invisible challenges as well. And this is a topic that is very near to my heart, and it, all, it is also very near to the heart of our wonderful guest, Jennifer Esposito. She's back. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you on, Jennifer. You know firsthand what it's like to go to the doctors and tell your friends and everyone says, oh, you look fine. What are you talking about? What do you mean there's something wrong? Why don't you, for people who aren't familiar, jump into your story a little bit about your yeah. celiac disease and that invisible aspect that makes it so complicated. Yeah, it, it it's completely invisible. Just recently, I went to a doctor to ask him about the latest, God knows what is going on with me. And... Um, you know, they look at me, literally said, you look great. You don't look sick. And it's, it's such, look, no one wants to look sick. So I'm not saying that we want to hear like, oh, you look sick. But it's just getting someone to understand the pain that you're in silently, even though you cannot see it, doesn't mean it is not real. And for decades, I went undiagnosed with celiac disease. And I went to doctor after doctor after doctor, of course, not knowing what was wrong. And my ailments stemmed everywhere from sinus infections to stomach issues, but more so from panic attacks. So I was told it was, it was everything under the sun except for what it exactly was. And a lot of the time it was you're a hypochondriac or you you are dramatic or, you know, I think you need some Prozac or take some antidepressants or, or some anti-anxiety pills. And and it's, it's extremely, um, I say in my book, it's extremely, it, it kills your soul in a way to be so unheard for so long and um, know that there is something wrong. And, you know, to go to these people who claim to want to help, and they're not really listening. And uh, it's, it's, it's very, very, very upsetting and very difficult to live with, um, not only in, in your own mind, but the people around you, the people that you love and you look to for support. They're looking at you like, you know, really? Is it really that hard? Is it? Do you really feel that bad? Because 
I don't see you looking so bad. So they don't really understand. It's very, very tricky disease, celiac disease. It is so frustrating, you know, that I, I find it soul crushing. I, I, that happened it with is. my mother, yeah. really, who just, she it would is. just lie in the dark and she got really depressed and, and yep. people were just so unsupportive. And, and my yes. her friends would be like, you know, Diane, you're too smart for this. You're so creative. Why do you yeah. let all these things get in your way? Because she had really severe sensory yes. issues. And, yes. you know, I, I have a book coming out called Easy to Love but Hard to Live With that talks about people that have brain-based invisible right. uh, disabilities like autism, spectrum, ADHD, right. um, mental illnesses, learning disabilities. There's an interview mm-hmm. with Henry Winkler about his dyslexia. And and you get that same thing, you know, when you read their stories, it's that same frustration. And we wanted mm-hmm. the book to show people that there is support, there is hope. And yeah. it just reminded me so much of your story. Yeah. It, you know, it, when you, you were telling me about the, that it's brain-based, what a lot of people don't understand, they're finding major, major um, link between celiac disease and schizophrenia right now. So, um, wow. you know, celiac disease lives in the small intestine. The small intestine is in charge of serotonin. Serotonin is off. Your your whole, it's off. Your brain is off. Depression seeks in. Mood swings. It, it's completely related. I can attest to all of it. I, I mean, it has been a journey for me with depression. I grew up seeing my mother sitting in a dark room and, and would mm-hmm. literally go away from life for a little bit because she has undiagnosed celiac disease. I saw it with myself. I would just retreat from the world. I just thought I'd like to be alone, which I kind of do, but not to this extent where I would just retreat from the world and that was it and not talk, not, not, not be a part of life. And I realize now how much of life I missed because of those um, behaviors, which I could have controlled with my eating. You know, um, it's not, of course, that simple. But it, it, it then is that simple because our food is a major part in what our brain is doing. Major. And uh, I don't think oh, a lot of people so understand that. Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed seeing you on The Daily Show and having oh, yeah. his compassion with him having a son that he said he has pretty yeah. severe celiac. And you've been interviewed by other people who've been completely unsupportive. So I was like, oh. please, John Stewart seems like such a great guy. Please let him not be a exactly. nice guy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it was so crazy because I had heard through the grapevine that his son and his wife actually both had celiac disease. So when we were having so much resistance with the press and still we, we still do and it's it, it, it's it's becoming crazy. clear as to why because there's such a movement now to try and steer people away from gluten-free foods because the wheat mm-hmm. industry is just losing tons of money i so I, I i can see why we may have had such a problem but we sent the book to him and we got a response and i was so pleased because i thought please if you're someone who knows and has seen this disease up close and you won't speak about it, I don't know where else to go. I was so happy that he invited me on the show. But then to open up and to be, I said this on a recent blog of mine, you know, out of every show I've gone on, they always want a happy ending or make a happy recipe. And everyone was very nice to me. And some shows I think were were more informed than others, which is fine. But Everyone wants to know the happy ending with this. Like, let's make it fun. Let's have a spin. They didn't coach me to do anything like that. And here is a comedian writer and a comedic show on Comedy Central 
being so open and talking about his problem with his son in a in a serious manner was so beautiful and so I was so blown away by his honesty. I was so grateful to that uh, interview. Really, really grateful. Oh, me too. You know, the, the reality is that there isn't always a happy ending. Exactly. You know, I mean, your, and, and your story exactly. about your grandmother, right? My mother, you know, exactly. just, it and, doesn't and, always end happy. Life. And that's what I don't understand so much. When Even when I was trying to get the book published, you know, they want to know, okay, and then and then tell them how to how to be, how to heal, how to be better, how to, and it was like, but I'm not going to sell someone a false bill of goods. This disease is ongoing. It's constant. It's not always fun. Am I telling you to jump off the bridge? Absolutely not. It's called life. And I always feel if you look a problem in the face, address it, accept it, digest it, you can move on. Instead of putting a blanket over it and pretending everything is fine when it's not, I just don't see the sense in that. Oh, I completely agree. What advice do you have for people who have celiac or another invisible illness to really get their voice heard? You know, I, first and foremost, like I just said, you have to digest exactly what it is. It is an autoimmune disease. It's every day. I'm very close to many celiacs. Some deal with them differently. Some deal with it the way I deal with it, and others deal with it as, I'm okay, I'm fine, and they're not fine, and they're suffering. I would say they need to be clear and honest with themselves first. Like I said, it's not a death sentence, but it is a journey every day. So you have to first understand that. Once you're able to accept that in yourself, and then you have to really look for support around you. And I honestly say if people do not understand and support support you, then you need to move on. You need to keep that, keep them at arm's length, understand that they can't understand, but really you need support. You definitely need a supportive partner and family member or, or the celiac community or others in your community with your disease. You need support. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show.